When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone welcome again to another <laughs> another edition of big chris live we've restarted the stream three times now i think it's working i think it's going apologies we're having some lag issues there's been some episodes in the past i've been burned on the live stream and it trickles down like shit flows downhill so i just want to make sure we get the stream right uh, hopefully the reboot or whatever we did is working so melanie martin is our guest today this evening on the podcast melanie and i do a radio show together she's been on the podcast this is her third appearance we're no strangers and it's no strangers because we do a radio show every damn day every monday to friday together Plus yes, the best plus the best of Chris and Melody. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays from ten AM to noon and Sunday nights. Yeah. I kind of feel like your streaming problem is like my problem. Like it's my fault. I'm feeling really bad about it because the whole dick thing and yeah. um yeah. <laughs> first thing I say, hey everybody, the whole dick thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I kind of feel like they're on to me or something. Like every time I jump on, yeah. there's an issue. Is there's it me? Seemingly, seemingly there is. Maybe you need to start wearing like a fake glasses with a nose and a mustache so that the bots don't recognize you or something. Like, oh, there's that lady that showed the dick pic on Chris's exactly. podcast, right? It's going to have to be a thing, yeah. I'm glad you got a full glass of wine there, Mel. Mm-hmm. That means we can uh, loosen up, relax a little bit, and talk about how yes. you joined OnlyFans today. I did. I did. <laughs> Let me just clarify one thing. What, I feel why? like also the other thing is um, I'm always drinking wine when I'm podcasting with mm. you or anyone else. It's mm. it's not something I do all the time. It's mm. just when I jump on podcasts. Just a heads up because I've had some people ask me about it. Okay, good. Like, Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's just it's just you know it's podcasting. Yeah. Um. Yes. But here we go. Breaking news. I joined OnlyFans today. Um. I got accepted, and it was no after- shit. They accepted you. <laughs> well, yeah. I, well, I don't know, but it, it, I I heard this story yeah. um, about this um, woman that joined OnlyFans, and I think her I can't remember what her name is. She gives a Miss Poindexter or something like that. She's a teacher, she, she, or wasn't she? she? she I don't know. No, she's not a teacher. She what I know is that she's just like, she's a mom, mm-hmm. and um, it was that whole story about those. Uh, I guess her kids were in a Catholic school. And they got kicked out after someone discovered that she was on. Yeah. So I just, I'm like looking through the thing and I'm reading the stories. I'm like, she's making how much money doing? What is she doing? What? what? (laughs) How do I get in on this action? Um, So yeah, that kind of was the inspiration behind it. And I've actually had some requests. um, You've had requests, like, like not creepy requests. No, people who want me to go do an OnlyFans. And I was like, no, I would never do something like that. Fast forward to now, here I am. <laughs> I joined OnlyFans. Wow. Now, listen, if you want to follow me there, you can follow me there. I'm not going to be doing any crazy kind of nudes or any yeah, dirty so shit. Like, you it's don't just going to be exclusive content. 
exclusive content. Okay. Yeah. But is the exclusive content going to be you bent over with a dildo in your butt? Yeah, no, that's not going to happen ever. Okay. So if you, you know, if you're looking for that, I am not the person to follow. <laughs> there are like other people on there. There's like surfer girls that are oh, just really? showing how to surf and stuff. It's not all... Chris, don't it's give me that known. look. It's, it's not, not all that. It's not known for surfing instruction. <laughs> <laughs> it's not known for that. But yeah. listen, there are people on there doing artistic things. It's mm -hmm. not always mm -hmm. a dildo in the ass like you just said. It's yeah. it's class. It can be classier. Well, I'm not saying that's not classy. Do your thing, girl. If that's how you make your money. Yeah, it doesn't need I'm to be a judging. dildo. It could be a glass butt plug. It could be a different a glass blown butt plug. It could be a lot of different things. Yeah, whatever your thing is, I'm not judging it. I'm just not personally going to do that. But what mm -hmm. you are going to get is more exclusive content than what I'm doing on my Instagram. So. Okay, well, you have some pretty popular Instagram photographs. So I can imagine that people would be uh, hungry. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, it's kind of a weird place. I think everybody has this like sort of judgment, but there's also like, you know, Twitter was talking about doing this, like you have to pay to follow people. You just refer think... to Twitter as a person, by the way. Hey, okay, like, you sorry. know, Johnny was saying the other day, Hey, Twitter was saying the other day. What? <laughs> I know. Ridiculous. Anyways, Twitter was saying, uh, but, but, you know, Twitter had come out with this idea that they would start charging people or some people, um, you could charge them. Uh, right. to follow you or whatever, to get exclusive content. And I think in some cases, if there's someone creating art or whatever it is, um, I think like supporting that person is okay for exclusive content, whatever mm -hmm. that looks like. If you want to do sexy, whatever, or just, just content period that you right. want exclusive. I think people um, can support that. So okay. that's what should I'll I probably have a I'll probably have like one or two followers. I asked you to do it today and you, you yeah. Refused. So Melanie texted me today. Like, Hey, follow me on OnlyFans," And I was like, no, my pregnant wife is going to pick up my phone and be like, why do you have only fans? That's For me. a fucking terrible idea. I'm going to end up divorced, living in a basement apartment in Barry by myself. If that's the uh, Melanie, what? you only have to support me. It's only one person. <laughs> I'm I mean, just doing it to support Melanie, honey. Like that's, <laughs> That's the only reason I have the app on my phone. It's not a good yeah. look or excuse. But right. what if, Mel, come with me on this journey. What All if right. I got an OnlyFans account, but to be an OnlyFans influencer? Yeah. What, what would my influence be? What would I do on OnlyFans that people would subscribe to? Mm. Eat like a foot long sub and under a I minute? Or... Yeah, I was going to say maybe, but well, I guess you could do like the eating videos. Those are very popular. Yeah, like hot wings People... or whatever it is. Well, not just hot wings, anything, just eating, period. What do they call it? There's a name for that. Um, it starts with an M. I can't remember. It's Someone... called morbidly obese. <laughs> no but people get like do these videos on youtube of them just eating and it's like a whole thing they make a ton of money doing it you could uh -huh. do that okay so i can just eat myself to death on camera and hopefully get paid for it well there's that you yeah. asked i don't know <laughs> well that's the other thing about me we haven't discussed this much on the podcast and we won't linger on this too much but you know i am a food addict that's the other thing too right <laughs> like i i literally think about food all the time i have a name for it melanie i don't think i've ever told you this here's a little piece of christery that melanie doesn't even know and she's worked with me every day for like three and a half years anyways uh i call the hunger I, it has a name i call him the gremlin the gremlin 
Oh, It's a yeah. little gremlin that's inside my yeah. stomach, and yeah. he tells me what to do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And he whispers <laughs> awful things in my ear like, that McDonald's at 1 a.m. won't hurt you. You know? <laughs> Makes me feel invincible. Yeah. I think I have one of those, too. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's got a gremlin, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some, I, gremlins, I, some gremlins are worse than others. Some gremlins say, a little bit of... A hit of crack won't hurt you. You know, that's a gremlin. That's a gremlin, too. <laughs> Everyone's got different ones. Yeah, I don't know that gremlin at all. But, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I definitely know the food gremlin. I don't I don't have an a, an addiction to it. Yeah. But, oh, my God, when I smoke a little bit and get the munchies. I mean, it's it's not just the munchies. It's fierce. Like, it's beyond. Yeah. I wake up and I'm like, what did I do? What's the, <laughs> what? You know, surrounded by wrappers and yeah. candy. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. what did I do? Oh, man. Oh, it was I such a hard la- night last night. I did Cheetos and nibs in one night, man. It was just not a good <laughs> yeah. combo, man. Oh, it was exactly. Bad. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, the gremlin is not good for your OnlyFans account. Period. No, no. no. They, yeah, if you really want to stay on OnlyFans and make some money, <laughs> don't listen to the gremlin. Do nah. not. Do not. not a good idea. <laughs> um, there's actually somebody, an alumnist of this podcast, by the way, Melanie, who I think should will probably end up being your first subscriber on OnlyFans. Oh, I won't name I... any names. I just know there is one person who has guested on this podcast who is a <laughs> massive fan of Melanie's. Massive. Oh, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, let's. Pretty just, sure yeah. he might show up on there. <laughs> Um, hey, All right. I'll look forward to that one fan. Here's a here's a radio transition for you. Speaking of crack, um, hey. as you know, Mel, the last podcast was with Ashley McIsaac, the uh, the famous fiddler from uh, yes. the East Coast from Cape Breton. And mm. he challenged me at the end of the episode to ask him a question. And he said, come on, bud, make it a hard one. Ask me a hard, the hardest question you got. And then we'll wrap her up here with a fiddle tune. And he had his fiddle and he's ready to do it. Right. I pushed out. And I had a secondary, not as hard question that I asked. But okay. my actual hard question, I'm just going to tell you. Um, I was going to straight up to say, hey, what does crack taste like? <gasps> uh, I'm glad you did it. I know. It was probably a good decision, right? I mean, we had yeah. a great chat. We had a great interview. A great, in- But it's on his Wikipedia page, was addicted to crack from 97 to 99. So oh my thought God. if it was on Wikipedia, you know, and you asked me. Ask me to ask a hard one. That'd be a hard one. I think you could ask something like that in a more eloquent way. I mean, yeah. there's certainly a way to get into that conversation, which I think would be educational. I mean, there's people, obviously, addiction is a very real, I mean, not to take it to serious town, yeah. but the reality is, you know, it's a very serious thing. Um, so I'm sure people can learn a lot from that. You could maybe just you know, buffer it a little nicer. I don't know. Melody, Just don't, don't crucify it. Don't crucify it. Exactly. What have you known me to buffer anything? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. What did you end up asking him? I didn't hear it. Uh, I asked uh, I asked him, you know, whether he thought that um, the people, I, I made an observation about how, you know, because of his lifestyle in the 90s, which at the in the 90s, you remember, they made a lot of big deal about that. And I feel mm-hmm. like the Christian right or the, the conservative types tried to cancel Ashley McIsaac because of his lifestyle. And, oh, really? and then I asked him, I said, do you feel like the same people that shamed you back in the 90s in the media and, and in various in various uh, fashions uh, for your lifestyle. Isn't it funny now that in today's day, in 2021, they would get shamed and they would get canceled for treating you like that, for talking to you like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he, you know what? He is a gregarious, 
pretty fun-loving guy who doesn't hate anyone. He's like, no, no, but I don't hold anything against them. You know, they wrote what they wrote back then. It was a different time, and now we're in 2021. And, like, he was just... Oh, really? Yeah, he's a nice guy. I like Ashley. He really uh, he really got yeah. into my heart there during that yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, it is, a, it is a very different time. I mean, you're right, and, and he's right. Um, I mean, how many people have offered up apologies in the cancel culture and how things were then... Um, you know, it, it's just completely different and I'm, I'm glad it is, you know, I yeah. know a lot of people are complaining about cancel culture and saying it's too much, but I mean, but some people so do need much to be canceled. Ne- That's the other thing. Yeah. Like so <laughs> much needed to change. So, so much needed to change. Well, and this is a great transition to radio transition time to the next bit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like we've been hammering. Are you gonna, wait a minute. Wait, are you going to keep doing that all night? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to hit some posts too? <laughs> In excess on Big One Hundred One. Oh uh, God. No, so, anyways, transitioning to the cancel culture and things, we've been hammering this over the last couple of days. The Harry and Meghan thing. Uh, yeah. I feel I posted a meme last night. You saw it, mm-hmm. Melanie. I did. It's on the screen now, and it's a Photoshop, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's in reference to Meghan Markle and everything that's been said out there. And and you know what? I'm not. E- let's not even review what was said. And and you know, everyone should know by now. I think it's pretty worldwide. How many? The ratings of that interview was like what? Both the Emmys and the Globe Glo- Golden Globes combined, or something? Yeah, yeah. Seventeen. I think it was seventeen point one or seventeen point seven million people <laughs> tuned in. Which right. like. T- TV shows don't even get any more. Like it, do, right. it doesn't even like. It's so rare that those kind of numbers come out. Yeah, it was huge. It was massive. I feel like I was lucky last night when I posted this meme because it is funny. It's satirical. It's a little dark. No pun intended. Um, it's a little, you know, it's a little dank. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I made a mistake with the caption. Right. And the mistake was I labeled it "Royal Family Savage." Because mm-hmm. I thought it was like a savage take. You know, the kids, they say savage all the time. Everything's savage. Right. Or they yep. did for a while. I'm probably out of date now. But, yeah. uh, you know, so I was trying to be hip and say, royal family, savage. They're savage. You know, look mm. at, you know, they're, they're awful people, right? And um, someone thought that I was referring to the baby. Right. As a savage. Oh, my God. Like royal yeah. family. But again, I didn't put a comma mm. in there. There was no comma. Mm-hmm. So it, it read like that. If I put right. royal family, comma, savage. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. And yeah. there was some complaints on my Facebook about Oof. it. And I was yeah. like, thank fuck. The only time that I'm happy I don't have as bi- a big following is now. Because right. it, you know, that big following would have taken me down, down to Chinatown. And rightfully so. If that's mm-hmm. what I actually meant, which I didn't. I was just trying to post a funny meme, and that was yeah. the caption on it, right? Oof. Have you, uh, have you offered up clarification other than right now to your followers? I did in the comment section. Yeah. yeah. I said I yeah. should have read the royal family is savage or how right. savage of the royal family, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope everyone's forgiven. I hope everyone understands the context. And, and if even above and beyond that, you don't like the meme... Sorry for that, too. Although I would still post it again because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, knowing you, I love who you are. I respect your individuality and you're a comedian. And, you know, this is what you do. You try to be funny. Try. Thanks. Yes, I do. (laughs) Well, I I just I'm just you. You're you know, 
Yes. So, <laughs> um, I personally wouldn't post something like that. It's not in my world. It's not in mm -hmm. my taste. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it scared me. You sent it to me and I, I did not I did not think that you would actually post that publicly. To be honest. <laughs> it's in my Instagram stories, too. It's everywhere. Not, it's on Twitter. Not, I put it on all platforms. <laughs> not going to lie. I really didn't think you were going to do it, uh, but you did. And uh, I thought, well, that's Chris. Well, so, you know, I, it's not something that uh, like, again, I don't want to take it all to serious town. I know, you, you know, but I, I just think in this time we're in. Uh, it's a very serious conversation. I don't want to add to that dialogue, which I think is a shitty dialogue. So that's just my opinion. Taking the high road as usual, but that's okay. <laughs> that's the dynamic. That's the dynamic. Yeah. That's yeah. what makes that. What's, that's what makes radio magic between us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it's that. like always my job to babysit Chris. This is and I know it's exhausting. I know it's exhausting too. Yeah, I feel I can relate to Lisa so much because mm -hmm. it's like, Jesus, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, don't do that, Chris, behind the scenes a lot. And no, you probably well, shouldn't say that again. Like uh, Mel, you can relate too. you heard me talking about it on Friday that uh, I was going to torture the real estate agent and the photographer <sighs> that came to the house. And the only reason I've cut out my antics is because and I'll elaborate on the story for those who missed it. I told it with Ashley on the last episode and we talked about it on the air a lot. But the only reason I've cut out my antics is because of my wife's blood pressure. And she's like five weeks away from giving from our due date, not necessarily from giving birth. So yeah. it was sending her blood pressure through the roof because yeah. my antics were trickling down to phone calls to her because mm -hmm. they couldn't get me to stop. So they were trying to go to her about it. And that's my bad. So yeah, that's that's when you're like, oh, shit, like I got to yeah. stop. I, I mean... made a tactical error. Uh, yeah. So what I was doing was I'm 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 unreasonably upset. I can even admit that I'm unreasonable uh, that our landlords have decided to it's their legal right uh, sell our house that we're renting right now that we've been renting for the last four and a half years and we're priced out of the market. We got to move. We got to find a cheaper place. We got all these other yada 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 things that we got to trickle down. My wife's about to give birth to a baby. Our baby's going to be four weeks old. We got to find a new place and then we got to pack up and move. It's a lot of things that are stressful, right? And so mm -hmm. I just, it, you know, I'm over it now. I've gone through the, the stages of uh, grief, you know, like, uh, you know, the denial, then uh, anger, and then depression, and then finally acceptance, right? And so yeah. I finally reached the acceptance part. Um, anyway, so I played the bagpipes uh, in the house while they were trying to take photographs and the realtor was here. And I played for not just a little bit, Oh, like God. 25 minutes and I have the lung capacity. I've got the power yeah. to go. And I went for about yeah. 20, 25 minutes, half an hour until I got a text from my wife saying, I'm getting texts with videos <laughs> of you playing the bagpipes. What are you doing? I left you to handle this. Yeah. So you, Melanie, have the, have the, have the easy job. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we talked, we have talked about this, but, um, you know, I, I feel your pain. I rented a couple of condos in Toronto and it was like back yeah. to back. It happened to me. I just got comfortable. I was just moved in. Like, I think it was a year later, just as the lease yeah. was up, the landlord was like, shit, we're selling. And it, there's nothing more frustrating than that. I get it. And then it happened a second time, you know, but um, for me, I definitely took the high road. I was frustrated, but 
you know, it's, it is their home. It's their right to make money off it. But when you told me the backstory, yeah, because initially I was, I was saying to Chris, you should just go, like, forget it. Yeah. put your energy, you know, on finding a new place, focus on a new place for you and Lisa, you're going to be so much happier, just, you know, whatever. But then when you told me the backstory that they knew all of this and you had given them the checks and the whole thing, yeah. I was like, okay, you know, I can understand. I stood uh, on their doorstep in December, just mm-hmm. before Christmas, and they wished us a Merry Christmas. Congratulations on the baby. I cut them checks for the whole year. Thank you so much. You're great tenants because you never ask for anything. See you later. Have a good new year. And that yeah. was it. And then seven weeks later in February, we find out this news, right? And it was mm-hmm. totally a shocker. And, and you know, it just calculates to me, it just calculates his greed. Because when you look at, honestly, Mel, when you look at how much our house has gone up in property value, just in the four years that we've lived here, I mean, I don't blame them because I look at how, I'm like, holy shit, that's a profit from what mm-hmm. it was worth when we moved in as renters to what it's worth to sell now. I understand mm-hmm. that the, the economics of business, and I don't fault someone for that. I just think it's in poor taste. They could have done it better. They could have at least said, hey, we're going to sell this summer, you know, this August, so get ready. You know, yeah. not, not, hey, by the way, next Friday, the realtor's coming with a photographer. Hey, by yeah. the way, next Saturday, which this is past weekend, Saturday and Sunday all day, we were out of the house for four or five hours apiece. What do you do during a pandemic when you have to leave the house because they're bringing strangers in for a showing? Yeah. Just drive why? around. We just drove around for hours. Just drove around. Why, why would you leave the house? Why do you have to leave the house? Well, because I didn't have to. We didn't have to leave the house, but because mm-hmm. of the bagpipe stunt, uh, I feel like they felt more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of also my fault. Kind you of a restraining order out against you, man. Like, well, okay. So listen, I, I swear I'm not a lunatic. I swear. Okay. But mm-hmm. the realtor said to uh, my father-in-law, Lisa's dad said he he's intimidated by me or he's, you know, so I was like, all right, whatever. But here, here's the thing for me. But you did, you did something else besides the bagpipe that made him feel. I told him to go go fuck himself and looked him in the eye. But you also had that whole Godfather moment. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Well, that was the first meeting. Yeah, that's true. That was before the bagpipe thing. They were in our house and I was sitting way back. So it's like developed over time, you know? That's true. I was sitting back in the kitchen and I, and, and Lisa answered the door and I was sitting back in the kitchen, like, and and first of all, they said they were going to show up at five o'clock and then they didn't show up to quarter to seven. So I was waiting for them to Mm -hmm. come. And so I, before I cook my dinner, so I was sitting there, it's quarter to seven. I haven't eaten yet. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. fuck, I got to eat. So I throw a steak down on the, the gremlin. The gremlin, the gremlin is- was pedaling hard on his little bicycle. Eat yes, <laughs> and, and I threw a steak down on the frying pan. And the minute the steak's done, and I put it on a plate, knock, knock, knock at the door. I'm like, oh fuck, of right. course. So okay. Lisa says, you know what? It's probably best if you just stay in the kitchen, anyways. And I said, okay, fine. So I'm sitting there at the very back of the kitchen, and I'm just cutting my steak, like I'm cutting it, and staring at him. As he's walking in the front door, like a mob boss, like Tony Soprano at the back in the big booth of the restaurant, just sitting there, cutting my steak, staring and breathing heavily, like, oh, my God, like James Gandolfini, you know, (laughs) Christopher. Um, So, so I would be scared. That would scare me. That would scare me. Well, this is where, again, I swear I'm not a fucking psycho, but maybe I am. Who knows? But anyways, so. He, he, he gives the, his business card to Lisa and she uh-huh. brings it over to me in the kitchen and sets it down next to my steak on a plate. And when she goes back and she's talking to the landlady, the real estate agent's just looking around 
casing our house, sussing it up for how much he can get for it, what kind of yeah. piece he can fucking get for it. Mm-hmm. And anyways, so I make sure he sees me and I take my phone and I take a picture of his business card. Oh click. My God. And then I look up at him. Click. And I take a picture of him and wink at him. Oh, my God. Chris, see? Yeah, that's just... Yeah, that's intimidating as fuck. Like, come on, I would be scared. I've but seen you. Ang- I've seen you angry a couple of times. Yeah. It's not often. It's not often. Yeah, I know. This is uh, a fun-loving, uh, you know, funny guy behind the scenes. But I've seen some moments with you, and I'm like, shit. Tiger doesn't get out of the cage very often. But no, there, but you can be intimidating. I can. And sometimes I do it on purpose. Like, like again, I felt yeah. like that night, the Tony Soprano scene, I feel like that night I was playing a role. I was playing bad yeah. cop. I'm like, hey, Lisa's going to be good cop. I'm going to be bad cop. But the yeah. other day, the other day, there was no cop. I was just mm-hmm. acting crazy with the bagpipes. And I was like, I'm going to get these fuckers, right? Right. Anyways. I still, I still don't understand that, though. I mean, you have a right to play the bagpipes even if they're coming in. Well, that's why like I, I the, the photographer threw a fit. He was like, yeah. I can't work in these conditions. And I'm that like, I don't understand. Yeah. And that's why I said, I said on the phone to the landlady, I was like, hey, you know the, what? They didn't like my music. Yeah. I, I teach, well, I teach bagpipes. I, I had students. What do you want? You know I mean? Yeah. I was doing it sarcastically. They knew I was full of shit, but like, you know, yeah. but I could have had students. Could have been. Yeah. Teaching. That's the thing. I, I am surprised that they complained about that. Like, I, I guess, like I said, it's, it's like a, like a, you know, a few different events that yeah. have trickled down and sort of this. Bagpipes, yeah. they're a weapon of war. I mean, when you think about it, they really are. World War II, man. You know, Piper's out yeah. there in the middle of friggin' war, just bullets whizzing by them, just dee 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 You have right. to have balls of steel to do that, right? Yeah, so yeah. Maybe Listen, I, I say onwards and upwards, my friend. I think things are going to open up for you, and it's going to be fantastic. We, I got a pla- we got a great place lined up. I saw it today, yeah. by the way. It's it's going to be perfect. So we're, we're s- very at ease. Things happen for a reason. You're right. There You're right. You go. You're right. Okay. That whole cliche thing, yeah. Okay, moving on. Next bit. Uh, <laughs> we have to follow up on the last time Melanie was here on the podcast. Uh-oh. Yeah. We talked about Army Hammer, the actor. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We got to bring this up because at that time, Melanie, oh, God. Melanie claimed that she thought oh, his fetish, a cannibalism fetish. Oh, my God. Cannibalism. Yeah. Your words, Melanie, not mine. I know. Kind of hot kind of hot that's what you said kind of i think it's kind of hot now things have changed it turns out he actually apparently is a real deal cannibal like he likes yeah. to eat human flesh hot still or no no yeah okay. no look Attracting okay that. sometimes you know you do these uh hot takes and let's unpack this shit <laughs> And it's a little too yeah. soon. You need you need to wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe we just jumped in too soon. I am going to stand behind my um uh my curiosity mm-hmm. for different fetishes. Okay. I said and I think I can't remember um I was on a few different podcasts during that time. So I cannot remember if I said uh on yours that I do like dominance in the bedroom. That mm-hmm. is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I it's a turn on. And I'm I'm not going to deny that, uh, but he has uh, obviously obviously taking it way too far, mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's some very serious allegations there that I think it's pretty obvious I wouldn't stand behind. 
And I don't want anybody actually cutting me and eating me. You understand? That's not the vibe. So I'm not really into that. But the fantasy of it. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to like uh, sex experts since then. And um, she's very well known, Dr. Jess. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Dr. Jess. Yeah. And she's talked about the cannibalism fetish. And it is a lot more common than you think. It is a thing. It is a thing. But it's, you know, I mean, obviously he's taking it into reality. That's the scary part. He's, you know, he's actually allegedly cut someone and and the whole thing. So that, you know, ew, ew. I hope that's obvious. I'm not the, I hope. Follower (laughs) on OnlyFans, Melanie Martin. Her handle is fetish fantasy 6969. At Melanie, you know, no, it's no, I'm the, I, you know, I, I just, yeah, I'm glad that we got to clarify that, but um, I felt like it was kind of obvious, you know? Yeah. That it goes without saying. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like that. Yeah. Okay. Last thing. Last right. bit. <laughs> Laser hair removal on your downstairs. eh? Oh, are you serious right now? Listen, <laughs> Melanie, you were trying to pin. You were trying to pin all the things that you know. Oh, we talk about all these edgy things off the air, but it's all Chris. <laughs> it's all Chris. Well, today we talked about all these things: OnlyFans, laser hair removal downstairs, and it was all you're doing. Those were all your topics. And I'm like, you got to come on the podcast tonight. We got to air oh, this God. shit. We got to air it. So you're doing yes. it. You're doing it. Listen, this you're investigating okay. it. You're investigating it. I'm investigating it because you could. I think this pandemic has, I mean, I haven't been able to wax, which is what I normally would do. Mm-hmm. And so like this, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening right now. Uh, you know, so shaving is what, you know, the option we've had because everything's been closed and it's not great for your skin anywhere to do that. Okay, and yeah. so I have been, and what I said to Chris was that um, uh, a dermatologist said you should you know, consider getting laser hair removal. So hang that on, the dermatologist suggested that will be that? the better option. And no, How I know. How bad is it down there? What's going on down there? <laughs> if the dermatologist is suggesting shit. Jesus Christ. You're such a child. I know. It's not that bad. It's not the thing. It's just that. I don't even. I can't even. I can't believe you're asking me about this right now. Listen, I know uh, the shaving, the bumps. I get it. I get it. It's not about that. It's oh. just that it's a it's a better option for me. So yes, I'm looking into it right now. That's uh, cool. I, I had an ex girlfriend a long time ago. Uh, like one of like I think girlfriend like number. Could I be any more shades of red? Like I don't oh, even know. You got a glass of red wine in your hand. It's the wine talking. Um, <laughs> lean on the wine. Uh, but I had, yes. I had a girlfriend, maybe girlfriend like three or four, like in my early twenties, right? And she had laser hair removal. Yeah. down there and as a 23 24 year old holy shit that was an eye-opener i didn't even know that right. was a thing and that was like that's like 15 17 i don't know whatever i could i could do math fuck that's a long time ago <laughs> yeah and that and it was all gone permanently though it's gone yeah permanently yeah, that's not my jam. I don't want to do that. And that was um, part of the thing, the conversation that I was mm-hmm. having um, was I, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't take it all off. I don't want to. I like having hair. I don't, I don't want it gone. Um, but I used to do the Brazilian all the time, like the full wax, the, the whole the thing. Savalis? Yeah, like it was, it was, it was gone. But um, I, I like to have some of that now. I think it's womanly. I think yes, it's sexy. I agree. You know, I certainly a hint like of, to- at the very least, a hint of pubis. 
Yeah, I'm I'm not into that like strip thing that I know you mentioned that today. That, oh, the oh, landing the, strip? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you can do a little more than that, you know, thing. But um, yeah, I think that for me, I do like to have some. So I couldn't imagine getting the whole thing mm-hmm. lasered and then never having it come back again. It's one thing when you wax and you know a couple weeks later. Are we really talking about this? Yeah, right we now? are. Yeah. <laughs> you, where were you? <laughs> yeah, like it's going to come back. But I, uh, I, if it's a permanent thing, then I would only be doing you know bikini line. Okay, well that's good. I'm glad we clarified. No, not some, not something that you're going to see on OnlyFans. I'm just saying. Oh, not. really? Oh, okay. No, no. Come on. <laughs> really? No. I get it though. I get it. Like committing to the full smooth, yeah. like permanently. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I first, you know, pulled him down and was like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "Yeah, that's permanent. I had it lasered." I, yeah. I looked up at her and I said, "That's commitment to the project. Holy shit!" Yeah. Like that is that's forever right and what's your what's what's your preference do you have a preference i just like a nice tight triangle nice oh, nice little bermuda triangle yeah, yeah yeah landing strip was like so like 1991 pam anderson you know yeah that's that's how i feel too. retro yeah. It, yeah i think that things go through like uh like it's retro phases. but it's not retro it's retro but it's not retro enough you know it's not yeah. like going back to the 70s no. retro where it's no. like let's vibe this out and see what all natural feels like yeah it's kind of like you know it's yeah. yeah, it's like you never it's like you never left 1991. Like yeah. you never left that style. But like like maybe does pubic pubic hair goes through trends just like anything else in this world, right? Like of it really course. does. Yeah. As mm-hmm. do as do boobs. Have you ever noticed Mel? Like maybe you can corroborate this. This is it's a boobs. Listen, what? I'm writing a thesis on this, okay? Um, okay. So like boobs in the 80s, like when I saw boobs on Police Academy 2, uh-huh. They don't look like boobs look like today. Is that brazier technology like that have shaped them differently throughout the years? What did you see differently? I don't know. They were pointier or something or I don't know. Maybe uh, more natural. Yeah, Maybe they're just all fake now. Maybe that's it. Well, they're not. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of I think the the I mean, you can get uh, fake breasts that look a little more triangular. Mm-hmm. Because the really round style of uh, implant does look, I think, in some cases, looks a little faker. Okay. Not even a thing. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know if it's like a trend, Chris. I think. <laughs> I I don't really know. But you know, on a serious note, when it comes to implants, a lot of them are being recalled right now. By the way. What? But they got yeah. over the saline thing. Is there another problem with implants? No, there's, that we're not there's, yeah, there's another recall on um, a lot of them, and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it is um, sadly, and again, serious. Not look at me. I'm always taking it serious time. It's okay. Um, related to I like lymphoma. Time. lymphoma. Oh, really? So, lymphoma. yeah, very, very Shit. scary stuff. So, a lot of women who, you know, have uh, implants, it's a scary time for them. Hmm. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up on that bummer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, sorry. Cheers to shitty implants. <laughs> Cheers to you, Melanie. <laughs> Cheers. I get it, though. Committing oh back God. to the hair thing. Oh, we're going back there. Okay. Well, just, just another <laughs> observation that I can relate to that kind of commitment. Because uh-huh. to always be bald and to never have a choice about what your yeah. hairstyle looks like. Yeah, exactly. I'm familiar. I like being bald. Yeah. I do. I like I might I like my look and it's simple. It's easy to maintain. Yeah. But some days I wish I could have a mohawk. Some days right. I wish I could have a landing strip. 
Some days I wish I could have a nice tight triangle. You know? Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> a triangle in you would look great. Yeah, or, or a lightning <laughs> bolt down the side. You know, whatever. Any yeah, of those things. Listen to each their own, man. Whatever you like, do your thing. Thanks, buddy. Do your thing. Melanie Martin, appearance number three. Certainly not the last. We're not strangers. We won't be strangers. I'll see you in a few hours tomorrow morning. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> also, right. Lisa said, "Oh." You're not doing the episode with Melanie and Wendy because <laughs> oh. that's that's and then she says and not me too. Melanie, Lisa wants to have you and Wendy, my former co-host from Kingston, and her all on the same podcast. I'm all about it. Let's do it up. And then I said, "Honey, you know, I've been a little stressed lately." And then she's like, you're right, you're right, you have been. <laughs> After the realtor thing, she's like, maybe we'll let it sleep for a bit. <laughs> Wait till you get settled in the new place and you're yeah. calm. Yes. You smoke your bagpipes, you smoke yes. your weed, yeah. you're all chilled out, then we can do the thing. Exactly. I'm all about it. Surrounded by women, Melanie, Lisa, and now we're having a daughter in a few weeks. I'm getting used to it. I'm, I'm yeah. adjusting, putting myself in that little box. Mm, yeah. You lucky man, you. Thanks. I know. I'm the luckiest man ever. <laughs> gorgeous wife. Going to have a gorgeous yes. kid. Melanie, see your gorgeous ass tomorrow. <laughs> We're on OnlyFans. I don't know which. <laughs> <laughs> see you, pal. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Do did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports marianne iveson from iveson voice and the let's take this outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.